Yevamaz Perikudalad Mishnah Gimel. So after we've uh, learned the laws of marriage and divorce of a deaf mute man or woman, the Mishnah now discusses cases of Yibum involving such marriages. So Shneachim Cherishin Nusuin Ishte Achayot Cherishot. So let's say you have two deaf mute brothers who are married to two deaf mute sisters, or Ishte Achayot Pikachatu who are married to two legally competent sisters, or Ishte Achayot Achat Cherishet Vachat Pikachatu who are married to two sisters, one who's a deaf mute and one who's legally competent, or Ishte Achayot Cherishot Nusuin Ishte Achim. Or two deaf mute sisters are married to two legally competent brothers, or married to two deaf mute brothers, or married to two brothers, one who's a deaf mute and one who's legally competent. The law is as follows If one of the brothers dies without children and his widow falls to the second brother for Yabum, consideration, or these widows are exempt from both Khalisa and from Yabum, since in each case the widow is a sister to the wife of the second brother, she's forbidden to him as an Erevah. So that's you know, the first Mishnah of the whole Masechta. Although in all these cases, the second brother's marriage involves a deaf mute, and thus the widow is an Erevah him on the rabbinic level, this is still enough to cancel the Yibum bond because the first brother's marriage also involved a deaf mute and was therefore also only rabbinic. Okay? Um, the Mishnah discusses the law where the widow was not a sister of the second, brife, the second brother's wife of Imhayu Nochriot, but if in the above cases the two wives were strangers to each other, so they were not related, Yichnosu, they, the second brother, in which case should marry them, they should perform Yibum with the widow since she's not an Erevat to him, and afterwards if they want to divorce the widow, they can, they may divorce her. Okay, even if the Yavam is a deaf mute, his divorce is rabbinically valid for the rabbinic marriage as he has now has with the widow, as we learned in the first Mishnah. Okay, so however, they cannot perform Chalitza with the Yavamah because in these cases, either they or the Yavamah are deaf mutes, and a deaf mute cannot perform Chalitza because they are unable to perform, um, to, they are able to say the Pesukim of the Chalitza ceremony. Therefore, the only way to free Yavamah to marry again is to perform Yibum and then divorce her. Okay, since the widow's marriage to the first brother was valid on the rabbinic level, she's now bound to the Yavam for Yibum or Chalitza, but since Chalitza is not an option, the Yavam must perform Yibum with her, which was her, his wife on the rabbinic level, and then he can divorce her if he does not wish to um, stay married to her. Mishnah Dalad. The previous Mishnah discussed the case of two married brothers, where both of their marriages were rabbinic, because both involved a deaf mute. The Mishnah discusses a series of cases in which only one brother's marriage involves a deaf mute and is rabbinic, while the other's bar- other brother's marriage does not involve a deaf mute and is biblically valid. So, so let's have two brothers, one of them a deaf mute and one of them was legally competent. And who were married to two legally competent sisters. So the deaf mute who was married, who was the husband of one of the legally competent sisters died without children what then should the legally competent brother who's the husband of the other legally competent sister do he does not do anything either because the widow goes out free from the Yibum bond on account of being the sister of his wife who's married to him on the biblical level since both he and his wife are not deaf mutes their marriage is biblically valid and his wife's sister is clearly forbidden to him as an erva this is enough to prevent a Yibum bond which in any case will be rabbinic now consider the reverse case the legally competent brother died and his widow fell to the deaf mute brother for Yibum so let's say the legally competent brother, the husband of one of the legally competent wives, sisters, died without children. What should the deaf mute brother, the husband of the other legally competent sister, do? Since his wife is married to him only on the rabbinic level, while his brother's wife was married to him on the biblical level, she cannot truly be considered an Erevat to the deaf mute. Since he is a deaf mute, his biblical his marriage is valid only rabbinically. Biblically, she's not his wife at all. His brother's wife, on the other hand, was biblically married to him since both of them were legally competent. Therefore, when the brother dies and his wife falls for Yibum to the deaf mute, she's only rabbinically an erva to him, but biblically bound for Yibum. The rabbinic erva status cannot free her from a biblical Yibum bond. Right? So what then should he do? He, the deaf mute, must divorce his own wife with the gets because she's now forbidden to him as the sister of his Yivamah. Okay, the rabbi is privy to the sister of Zekuka because she's similar to his wife's sister. Okay, so 
so he's not to divorce her. She's the wife of sister of his Yivamav. And his brother's wife is forbidden to marry anyone forever. He cannot perform Yibum with her because she's his wife's sister on rabbinic level. He cannot perform Yibum with her even after he divorces his wife because the prohibition to marry a wife's sister remains even after divorce. Okay, she can also not marry any other man because she's biblically bound to him for Yibum and he cannot free her from this bond with Chalisa because he is a deaf mute. Okay, because as we've learned, he cannot recite the Pesukim. The Mishnah now switches to a case where both brothers were, norm, were, were legally competent, but one of the sisters was a deaf mute. The brother married the deaf mute sister is married, the, the brother married to the deaf mute sister is married only rabbinically, whereas his, the brother married to the legally competent sister is married biblically. As in the previous case, the law for Yibum depends on which one of the brothers died. We're married to two sisters, one a deaf mute, one legally competent. If the legally competent brother, the husband of the deaf mute sister, dies without children, what should the other legally competent brother, who is the husband of a legally competent sister, do? He does not do anything, because the widow goes out from the Yibum bond on account of being the sister of his wife. Since he is legally competent to the legally competent sister, the widow is forbidden to him as a biblical erva. Now the reverse case. If the legally competent brother, the husband of the legally competent sister, die without children, what should the normal, what should the legally competent brother, the husband of the deaf mute sister, do? Since his marriage to the deaf mute wife is only rabbinic, while his brother's marriage was biblical, his brother's widow cannot truly be considered an erva to him. Therefore, he must divorce his wife of the get because she's now the sister of his Yivama, who's bound to him on a biblical level, and she's now rabbinically forbidden to him. And he should release his brother's wife with Chalisa. He cannot marry her in Yibun because she's the, his wife's sister on a rabbinic level. However, since he is legally competent, he can do Chalisa and permit her to marry. Okay, in this case, the only deaf mute is the surviving brother's wife, the surviving brother himself, and the widow are both legally are both not deaf mutes and may therefore perform chalisa. Now, the Mishnah considers a case where both the husband and the wife in one of these marriages were deaf mutes. He got two brothers, one a deaf mute, one legally competent. We're married to two sisters, one was a deaf mute, one legally competent. The deaf mute brother was married to the deaf mute sister, while the legally competent brother was married to the legally competent sister. One of the brothers then died, the laws as follows. So if the deaf mute, who's the husband of the deaf mute sister, died without children, what should the normal brother, the legally competent brother, the husband of the legally competent sister do. He doesn't do anything. The widow goes out from her Yibum bond uh, on being the sister of his wife. But if the legally competent brother, the husband of the legally competent sister, died without children, what should the deaf mute brother, the husband of the deaf mute sister, do? Since his marriage is only rabbinic, cannot free the widow from her biblical Yibum bond. So he must divorce his wife with the gets, since she's now the sister of his Yibum and rabbinically forbidden to him. And his brother's wife is forbidden to marry anyone forever. He cannot perform Yibum with her because she's his wife's sister on a rabbinic level. She cannot marry any other person because she's biblically bound to him for Yibum. And she, and he cannot perform chalisa with her because he's deaf mute. Now the Mishnah will now discuss cases where the brothers were married to women who were not related to each other. In all of these cases, one of their marriages involved the deaf mute and is only rabbinically valid. The first case is where one of the deaf mute and the two wives are legally competent. Okay, so two brothers, one a deaf mute, one legally competent. Nusum Shteh and Nochriot Pekachat married to two strangers, both of who were legally competent. Met Cheresh Ba Pekachat, if the deaf mute brother, the husband of the legally competent woman, died without children, Ma Yase Pekach Ba Pekachat, what should the legally competent brother, the husband of the legally competent woman, do? Ocholetz Omiyabem, he can perform Yabum Chalisa with the widow because she was married to his deaf mute brother on a rabbinic level. She's not related to the present wife, so all the regular laws of Yabum apply on rabbinic level. If the legally competent brother, the husband of one of the legally competent women, died without children, 
What should the deaf mute brother, the husband of the other legally competent woman, do? He can't do chalitza because he's deaf mute. Therefore, Kones, he should marry the widow by performing yibum with her since she's not related to his wife. But he can never divorce her because his marriage to her is valid on a biblical level. Since both the widow and her deceased husband were legally competent, their marriage was biblically valid. Since her, thus, her yibum bond to the deaf mute brother is also biblical. When the deaf mute performs yibum with her, that's biblically valid because yibum does not require the intent of the yavam, as we learned in the sixth parak. Thus, the deaf mute's lack of intelligence is not a problem. Therefore, when he performs yibum with her, she becomes his wife, even on the biblical level. Okay, so as it's valid on a biblical level, a deaf mute cannot divorce biblically. Okay, as we learned in the first Mishnah. Okay, of this parak. The next case deals with the opposite situation. Two brothers are both are both legally competent, but one of the wives is a deaf mute. Here too, the wives are unrelated. Two legally competent brothers. Married to two strangers, two unrelated women, one legally competent, one a deaf mute. Mets pikach ba chareshet. If the if the legally competent brother, the husband of the deaf mute woman, died without children, ma yasa pikach ba pikach. What should the legally competent brother, the husband of the legally competent woman, do? He cannot perform chalitza with her because she is a deaf mute. Okay, neither deaf, deaf mute yavam nor a deaf mute widow can perform chalitza since they can't say the pesukim. So kones, he should marry her by performing yibum with her since she's not related to his wife. The imra salosiyosi, and afterwards, if he wants to divorce, he can divorce her since he is legally competent and she can accept divorce even though she is a deaf mute. But if the legally competent brother, the husband of the legally competent woman, died without children, what should the legally com- what should the legally competent brother, the husband of the deaf mute woman, do? He performs chalisa since both he and the widow are not deaf mutes, or yibom, since the widow is not related to him. Now the final case of this Mishnah is where both the husband and the wife of one of the couples are deaf mutes, and the two wives are not related to each other. So the achim, echad cheresh, the Echad Pikach. Two brothers, one a deaf mute, one legally competent. Okay, married to two strangers, unrelated women, one a deaf mute, the other one legally competent. The deaf mute Mara's brother was married to the deaf mute woman, and the legally competent woman was married to the legally competent woman. If one of the brothers died without children, the law is as follows. If the deaf mute brother, the husband of the deaf mute woman, died without children, what should the legally competent brother, the husband of the legally competent woman, do? He cannot perform chalitza with her since she is a deaf mute. Okay, Yibum is valid biblically, even though she is a deaf mute, since Yibum does not require the intent of the Yavama. So, can't do chalitza. So, Kones, he should marry the widow by performing Yibum with her since she's not related to him. Afterwards, if he wants to divorce her, he can divorce her since he is legally competent and she can accept divorce, even though she is deaf mute. But if the legally competent brother, the husband of the legally competent woman, died without children, what should the deaf mute brother, the husband of the deaf mute woman, do? Kones, he should marry the widow by performing Yibum with her since she's not related to him. He cannot perform Chalitza since he's a deaf mute. But he can never divorce her since the Yibum is biblically valid. And a deaf mute husband cannot divorce biblically. Since the original marriage of the widow to the deceased brother was biblical, since they were both legally competent, and he is capable of forming a biblically valid yibum, have a great day.